Hi, you're currently listening to a message from the Camp Series of Christ for Youth International. CYI is a purpose-driven, non-denominational, and community-based youth ministry aimed at creating room for the youth to serve. Stay tuned for the upcoming message from Camp, and don't forget to grab your notebook and pen as you listen. This morning, I'm sharing on unity. Yeah, unity. I mean, this is one of the things, Pastor Old told me to share on during this camp. First John 4.20. I'll be saying different things. Yeah, but there's a path that you'll be blessed. Then after the presentation, we'll take some time to, to um, ask questions and have some few discussions. Then we can close. I'm in the house. First John 4.20. If someone says, I love God and hates his brother, hey, what am I even quoting this verse? This is part of the thing. He's a liar. For, <laughs> for he who does not love his brother whom he has sent, how can he love God whom he has not seen? Amen. I know one man of God, he says he reads First John, the book of First John, every day of his life to encourage him to walk in love. Yes. The whole book. No, this is not like it's quiet time. Or, this is just like side something. So if somebody says, I love God and hate his brother, he is a liar. Say, forget about him. Forget about yourself when you say you love God and you hate your brother. Amen. Fellowship is possible when there's unity. But let me read my main verse for the day. Psalm 133. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is. Everybody, just let's read. Behold, how good. Next verse. So it says that, behold, how good, verse 1, and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. The word behold, the, the Hebrew word, the meaning of it is look, say observe, say take notice of something. Say let's pay attention to something. And this is what he said. He said that, behold, look, how good. And how pleasant. He said that it is good when brethren dwell together in unity. Why is it good? Because unity is good because it reflects God's nature. Anytime brethren dwell together in unity, it reflects God's nature. Yeah. The fact that God himself lives in community, in unity. Anytime we dwell together in unity, we are identifying or we are reflecting who God is. Wow. Right from the beginning, you see a God of community. Let us make man in our own image. So right from the beginning, you see a God who is in community and also in unity. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
See how good and how pleasant ish. What's the meaning of the word pleasant? The word pleasant, the, the meaning is enjoyable. It means agreeable. So that behold, how good and how enjoyable. <laughs> how agreeable. It also means satisfactory. So behold, how good and how agreeable, how satisfactory. Hey. It is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Why is it good? Because it reflects God's purpose. Unity reflects God's purpose. Listen to Jesus' prayer in John 17. He said that that they may be one. This is Jesus' great prayer for the church before he left. And one of the things he prayed for us and every community of believers, every group of people, every department. Hey, when he was praying for A to J, this was his prayer. That they may be one. As they are in community, they will be together. They will be in unity. This is what I prayed for, I testify, that they will be one. Yeah. They will be in unity. Amen. And it's God's purpose, it's God's will. I told you, it's always a blessing to pursue God's will, right? Because when you pursue God's will, you find fulfillment. That's why I was sharing with you that, look, don't just move to places and into things if it's not God's will. Traveling is not always God's will. Relocating. Can I prophesy to you? Yes. Abraham, God came to him and said that, take your things, leave your father's house. I'll show you a country where you must go to. But when he go to Isaac, he said that, you know, stay here. Hey. So you must know when God is saying relocate. And you must know when he's saying stay. The fact that they've provided a link of visa application doesn't mean apply. Yeah. I'm prophesying to somebody this morning. Yongicho actually believes that one of the things that cripples a nation is when the skilled people are taken out of the nation to go somewhere else. You know one of the things that is crippling Ghana is, is our skilled people, nurses, doctors, engineers, being taken away to go and serve at other places. That's why the, the country is such such a mess. Yeah. Or to keep happening, we'll still be crippled that way if skilled people are always taken out. Yeah. Sometimes the skilled people, too, I don't blame them because it's not easy here. Yeah, it's not easy. It can be difficult here. Yes. I was talking to one of my people and she told me how. He said, Do you know how much I'll earn? He's a medical doctor. So do you know how much I'll earn if I travel? A year. Hey. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah. But it's not always. Traveling is not always God's will. Not everything that looks good is God's will. So be careful not to follow everything that looks good. Amen. All right. Bible continues to tell us. So remember, it's good, it's pleasant, um, it's enjoyable, 
and it is God's will. So God's will for us. He said that that day will be one. John 17, that day will be one. Even as you and I, we are one. That day will be one. They'll be in unity. They'll be in unity. This is my heart cry for them. And this is Jesus' heart cry for us. As all of us here, as a church, as a group, as, as ministering groups, as departments, that will be one. Yes. We'll not just be skilled people, but we'll be united people. Skill without unity will not have the effects God is looking for. Amen. Verse 2 tells us what it looks like. It is like the precious oil upon the head, running down on the head, on the beard, right? The beard of Aaron, running down on the edge of his garment. Is it that it is what? Like the precious oil. Don't go. Wait for me. It is like the precious oil. Now, if you know anything about the anointing oil, especially in the Old Testament, it was it is a holy oil. It wasn't take, It wasn't just. It was a sacred thing. Is it that when we dwell together in unity, it's 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 it becomes a sacred thing. It's like a holy thing. It's like it, this is we are representing God. And we are creating an environment for God himself to identify with us. Remember we looked at holiness. Be holy for I am holy. Our great experience of God will happen when we are people of unity. Say that because it will be like, unity is like the precious oil. Precious oil. Yeah. Not anything profane, but precious. Hmm. So is our love and unity for the brethren. It's precious. It must come from the deepest part of our hearts. Oh, yes. Yes. Hallelujah. This is like the precious oil. Now, in the, um, in the ancient Middle East, when somebody traveled to visit you, what you used to do is that you used to anoint his head with oil. Yes. When a person comes into the house. Right? Yeah. This was the goal. You remember yesterday I shared with you how they, was it yesterday or two days ago, how they washed their feet? Yes. One other thing that they could easily do was to anoint the head with oil. This was why they anointed the head with oil. Because they realized that you have traveled for long. So we want to refresh you. That was a sign of, like, refreshment. Yeah. So before they give bell cola. Or... This way, chocolate drink. What are the drinks? What are the drinks? Better mold. Hey, is it bitter or better? Revival energy drink. <laughs> so the oil was to refresh the person. Yeah. And aside, another thing the oil did, when anytime they did that was that the oil gave a good... Uh, Yes, aroma. Is it aroma? Fragrance. Fragrance. That's a Greek word I'm looking for. Fragrance to the house. So anytime a visitor came, you refresh the head, and then the good fragrance came into the house. Wow. He said that anytime we live in unity, what happens is that we receive a refreshing. <laughs> anytime brethren are together in unity, there's a refreshing. Because this world is full of trouble. Yeah. Jesus even prophesied. He said, in this world, you have trouble. 
Yeah, but take heart. <laughs> One of the ways the Lord refreshes us in a world full of trouble is to bring unity amongst the brethren. So that when the world bashes you, you go up and down and you come to a group of people who live in unity, you receive a refreshing. Yeah, you receive a refreshing. So we are refreshed in communities where there's unity. Yeah. We produce a great fragrance. It's a sweet place. Where there's unity, the place is, is sweet. Hey, I'm not saying where there's money. Where there's unity. Have you been to a place where there's money but there's no unity? The place is not sweet. There's no, the fragrance is not good. It's, the place smells bad. Hmm. Hallelujah. Is it that it's like the precious oil upon the head, running down, talking about the flow of the oil. Yeah, when we draw together in unity, what happens is that the anointing flows. Yeah. One of the ways to ensure that anointing flows is when we draw together in unity. How do we know? At the beginning of the church, in the book of Acts, is it Acts 2? Bible says that the disciples were with one accord. Acts 2 verse 1. I think so. Success. What are you doing with somebody who had two wives? When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all, what? With one accord in one place. You know, you can be in one place and not be in one accord. Oh, yes. You can be in the same department and there's no unity. That's what Bible. But they were in the same department. But what differentiated them was that they were with one accord. Yes. NLT. They were meeting together in one place. Let's look at another version. Maybe message. They were all together in one place. Wow. And then the next verse. Let's go back to uh, uh, New King James. Verse 2. What's the way with one accord, one place? And suddenly there came a sound from heaven. There will always be a sound from heaven when we draw together in unity. The reason why sometimes we don't see the move of God and the flow of anointing is because we don't dwell together in unity. There's too much division. Yes. But to amaze you, you can just be falling in a department, but there's so much division that the anointing doesn't flow. And one of the things that causes growth is when anointing is flowing. Yeah. Because when the Holy Spirit came, when the anointing started flowing here, daily, people were added to the church. Do you want your department to grow? Creatives. Then you should begin to live together in unity because the anointing is going to flow and more people will be added to your department. More people will be added. More people will be added. From heaven, as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house. Yeah. They were consumed with the Lord because they were together in unity. Hallelujah. So, the flow of the oil signifies the flow of the anointing. Unity causes the anointing to flow. You see, prayer has its function, but unity also causes something else to happen. Amen. Matthew 3.16. Let me show you an example. Why unity is needed for the Holy Spirit to come. And 
3, 16. 3, chapter 3, verse 16. The baptism of Jesus. When he had been baptized, this is Jesus, right? Jesus came up immediately from the water. And behold, the heavens were opened to him. Watch. Watch what happened. The heavens were opened. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. Yes. yes. Not that the Holy Spirit is a dove. He was descending upon a dove. There are no irrelevant details in the Bible. He said he was descending like a dove. Why did he say he was descending like a dove? Because if you even just Google characteristics of a dove, one of the things you realize about a dove is that a dove doesn't settle in hostile environments. Yes. Where there's, storm, where there's a storm, a dove will never settle. It will never, it will never settle there. It will feel threatened and just move. And he said that the Holy Spirit came like a dove. Meaning that the Holy Spirit comes to environments where there's no hostility. <laughs> Meaning that we see the presence of God where there's unity, where the Holy Spirit is welcome. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hmm. And now you just, if you Google, you see that it says that the dove is a gentle, what, creature. That's why the Holy Spirit is a gentle person. But he descends where there's unity. He doesn't like hostile environments. When we don't live together in unity, what happens is that we create a hostile environment. Yeah. And not that the Holy Spirit does not want to come. He really wants to come, but he's, we've not created an environment for him to settle. We've not created an environment for him to settle. He operates best where there's unity. Yes, he moves. Look, he says that and it descended like a dove, alighting upon him. It settled. The Holy Spirit came to settle. He came to settle. Do you want the anointing to be on your life? Do you want the anointing to be on your department? To settle, to alight. Do you know what it means to alight? It means to come. When you say that our light here in the car, what does it mean? Yeah, me see what? Yeah. Yeah. Meaning that I won't go again. I'm, I, I, this is where I'll stay. Yes. So I sit in trouble and somebody's fighting in the midst because they've passed where he said, you are light. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's just a short distance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because there's a place you have to alight. Yes. And in the same way, you alight. <laughs> there's a place he wants to alight. And the place the Holy Spirit wants to alight is where there's unity. Not a hostile environment. Yeah. Pastor Vicky shared with us the need for the anointing. Yeah. The presence of God in our lives. The need for the presence of God. This should show you that, guys, we need the anointing. That's what separates us. You know, in the Old Testament, when they anointed caps, different things, it became sacred. You couldn't use it for any common purpose anymore. Yeah. It became separated. It was for the Lord. It was known as this ones belong to the Lord. Yeah. Not anybody could touch it. Not anybody could use it for anything. That's why you need the anointing. When the anointing comes upon your life, you realize that you are sacred. You are separated unto the Lord. 
you can be used for any profane thing. Hallelujah. Yeah. If you are going to have communion with the Holy Spirit, if the Lord is going to visit us, do you know one of the reasons why we see the presence of God at camp? Because here you are not in a hurry to go home. Oh, yes. Sometimes at meeting, we are not in unity because somebody is thinking about Friday I'm to eat after meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody has ordered Indomie. Yeah. 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 One day, I was in my car and I was moving with some of my sons. Yeah. Yeah. And one made a call. He did not know I could hear what he was saying because he was talking um, undertone. Yes. Mentioned it. Lady's name. Yeah. And said, Yes. 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 Wow. Yeah, he was buying them. He said the woman should should forget about the other excesses and load the thing. (laughs) I think she was asking many questions about you want. He said, no, the mate is load the thing for me. Let me go. Load the thing for me. (laughs) Hallelujah. Yeah. What was I even saying before I came to this place? Is it? Yes. You are terrians out. Do you know why God doesn't visit us? It looks like God doesn't visit us because we are not patient. Everybody's in a hurry. So we are not in unit. Somebody's here by his heart. He doesn't, he wishes it's not. But at camp, whether you want to go home or not, you are here. So you have no option but to, okay, I'm here. Let me just stay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the house. Look. But to amaze you how the Lord will visit us. Not that he, He's not visiting us now. He's visiting us, but we'll be conscious of the fact that He has come. And we'll welcome Him. Are you in the house at all? Hallelujah. Verse 3. I'm closing now. Verse 3. 133. Psalm 133. So that we'll see the move of the Holy Spirit more when we live together in unity, right? Yeah, in unity. It is like the dew of heaven descending upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, life evermore. It's like the dew. You know, the dew that was upon Hermon and Zion made these parts of the nation always green. Yeah, they were always fresh. Other places could become dry, but this, these places were always fresh because there was a certain consistent dew. Yes. So meaning that it was like a healthy environment. They said that when we live together in unity, it's like this. What will happen is that we create a fresh and a healthy environment. Yeah. Death cannot survive here. Yeah. Death cannot survive. Nothing dies here. I like that. It speaks of a thriving and healthy environment. You know, people go through different situations. Oh, never be moved by the sanguine's laughter. You don't know what she's battling with. Are you in the house? Yeah. Never be moved by that A to J member dancing passionately. You have no idea the battles that she, he or she is, ba- is, is battling with. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. 
Sometimes a person is singing powerfully. Yeah. Sometimes even almost crying, almost in tears. It's not because the Lord has moved. The person has remembered the pain. It has nothing to do like she has remembered the presence of. No, 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 no. It has everything to do with a problem. Yeah. So the, the person is singing here, but the person is crying because there's a problem that exists after the ministration. Yeah. But when we dwell together in unity, we create a certain healthy environment that healing is possible. That the broken will come here and they receive a healing. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. 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 When there's unity, yeah, the broken-hearted will find healing. Hmm. Young people go through different things too. I've been a youth pastor for a time. For a while. Young people are going through many things. But when we live together in it, we create a certain healthy, refreshing environment. And listen to what it says. For there, the Lord commanded the blessing, life evermore. Anytime we live together in unity, do you know what God does? He commands his blessing. He says that my blessing has to be here. My blessing has to be here. And listen to what it tells us about the blessings are life evermore. John 10, 10, the thief comes, but to kill still and to destroy. But Jesus said, I have come that you have life and have it more abundantly. What happens when we dwell together in unity is that God commands the abundance of life. Heaven responds to unity. Heaven says the people are together. Blessing be here. And one of the things about blessing, the Bible says the blessing of the Lord makes a man rich and it has no sorrow. Yes. Hallelujah. I've showed you the blessings. Hmm. Life speaks of freshness. It speaks of strength. Anytime we live together in unity, God commands freshness, strength. Hallelujah. Amen. Have you been blessed so far? Yeah. One of the things that unity will not happen by accident. Unity will not happen because we, we just admire or we know about it or because you've written it in your notebook. Thank you for listening to this message. Hope you've been blessed. For more information and resources, visit any of our social media platforms. The website for the ministry is www.connectcyi.org. Instagram is at ConnectCYI and Facebook is Christ for Youth International.